just you get to choose. Like here's here's the scenario: the the environment gives us something which can be perceived as negative, can be perceived as not working, can be perceived as problematic. The world's ending. So we get to choose to see it like that, or we get to see choose to see it as an opportunity. So clearly, that it's my responsibility now to do that for other people. If I have information, and you know, other people's success is my success, and vice versa. Because you know what, like the challenges or the roadblocks are the journey themselves. There's no big things. It's all little things compounding on top of each other. Coach Nick Davies, question for you. Uh, this always intrigues me. We get to certain points of the year, and energies feel like they shift. You know, arbitrarily, it's a it's a new quarter. But like, you know, what the hell does that mean? That's not really anything uh, noteworthy. But I think there are these shifts in, you know, if we do anything for a consistent period of time, uh, we have new vantage points, new momentum, and it requires us to like take a new perspective and. Uh, check in with where we are, and then inevitably we set new course or uh, make that little slight adjustment for what we're most focused on. And I think we just kind of put it in terms of like this quarter, for example. So, kicking off Q3 recently here, what does that mean for you? What's what's the new energy that you're experiencing, and how have you how have you used what you've built so far this year to refocus on what's most important the rest of the year? I think it's a really important point because those. Uh, arbitrary times of the year we used to check in are just that but you can use them and leverage them well but it's more like the intention of when they are right not just like oh it's it's christmas oh no i got rushed around by presents and uh, it's too late uh why is it we come up so quick again it's like well okay i know it's christmas because christmas is the same time every year i want to structure my life so i could enjoy it prepare for it but you know what we do as coaches is we leverage all those different dates right it's like what whatever time of the year is the time to check in uh, and like, so even the ones that we are, we collectively acknowledge are even more impactful. But I think so in middle, it's not just, it's not just Q2, it's middle of the year, like second half of the year. So I split the year up into two as well as four quarters. I think interesting reflection for me about focus of bringing the right coaches into pro advisor coaches be growing like crazy, looking at my calendar and like having that sprint for Q, Q2 and intentionally spent some time with my assistant yesterday just went it's too much man it's too much i've got to back off a little bit like the sprint can't be there and you know what i just haven't got enough flexibility in my calendar to to just make those changes intraday intraweek that, that i really need to right so backing down a little bit what i've learned from q1 and q2 is enable me to get a bit more precise um for the for the coming quarters anyway i think but i think that's the cycle right? yeah yeah, and what, what stuck out to me with your answer is, uh, like, I wrote this down, plan equals create. So a lot of times along the way, there's a lot of these distractions or challenges that come up. And the reason that we plan is so that we can, we're creating our future instead of having our future created for us, right? So especially when we project out for a year, a lot happens, a lot can happen. And we, we do things, we take actions, maybe that we couldn't have predicted, you know, along the way that give rise to new potential or new opportunities. So I think that's that's what it is for me, is when, when there's these points with these new check-in points, what we're doing is tweaking what we want to create in the future. So think of your Christmas analogy. I'm picturing you know, my family opening up all their presents on time and their great gifts, <laughs> right? They're, they're having that experience. So to be able to do that 
I'm getting out ahead of that and I'm creating that future for myself now. And it's like that for business, right? We want something at the end of the year, end of the quarter, we have, we have a goal. I'm not going to wait for that to happen. I'm not going to leave it up to chance. I am going to carve out as best as I know how, what actions are required of me in order to get there. And I, I think if we add one more nuance to that, I think I'm, I'm fascinated by that challenge or push or doing, uh, setting a goal that seems stretchy because it's going to require us to be somebody new, uh, take new action that we haven't before. And that's what's scary about it. But I think that's how we know we got the right formula. Yeah, say that part again, because it's so key. How do we know we've got the right formula? That it's, it's we know that it's it's uncharted territory. It's going to stretch us and it's going to get us out of our comfort zone. Yeah. Uncharted is so important, right? Because we want to create, we want to know what the path is, but which gives certainty because we want certainty to, to move forward. But if it's uncharted, there is no path. Well, there's going to be uncharted. Right. There's no reason for us. Right. So you can, so there's the, that's when you can go and model success. Like who else has done this before? What are the, and that specific area, but also then what are the principles that work for success before? And that's why it's, we can always figure it out. But even then, even still, some part of it, we don't quite know. Mm-hmm. And that's the part is where you really know it's the right thing. Hmm. That's so counterintuitive on the surface level, right? But uh, right. Just our practice with what we've experienced, we know that to be true. Uh, it's fascinating, right? Like the fact that it is uncertain means that's where your certainty should come from. <laughs> take, take that certainty to the uncertainty because if it is certain, I mean, because you go all the way to it to the nth degree, if it's completely certain, then like we are looking for certainty all the time but if we're certain about everything all the time what happens we get bored and so at some level if it's a goal that you know you're going to get if it's boring it can't be exciting mm, yeah, juice. yeah so and is that where the cliche like that's that's the beauty of the journey right that's actually the reward because uh <clears throat> the journey to getting a goal that you know you can get is it's mundane. It is what it is. But if you set a goal that you don't know if you can achieve, for example, then it's the journey that is the exciting part because that's how you find out what you're made of and what you can overcome to accomplish that goal. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful thing. And that the tweaking along the way is important as well, right? Because you go on that journey, you go, here's where I want to get to. And then you get halfway into that journey let's say arbitrarily you know, again a year you've now got more information because of the person that you've become because that person in the june is not the same person in the january at least if you're pushing yourself so what you want for the end of december could be very different than what you wanted at the beginning of january because you you've you and it could be the same thing so it appears like it's just changing itself but also you've changed Mm. what might you say to somebody then who who would say like why even set goals then it's just going to change and you know you're going to be chasing the shiny object and why why set them yeah so because you the point is that you can't change to that person if you don't set out the goal in the first place Mm. therefore a goal is not there to hit the goal is there for us to 
show our transformation, if you will. If we're, if we're saying it's not, not about the goal, or at least not just about the goal, it's about who we become on the way, then a goal is just a milestone to check in on your identity upgrades or your, your change of who you are. A goal is just a milestone to check in on the identity upgrades. Is that what you said? Yeah. I love that. That's great. Yeah. It's just a check-in to go, okay, well, here's where I am. Based on where I was and where I wanted to go. Yeah. So that checks so when, and balances. Right. And when that's a real transformation, that's, that's what, uh, you know, that's a translation into like the way I feel about the success that I'm having. Like I, I am literally a new person. I, I had doubt before. I wasn't sure. I, that's the uncertainty. I didn't, I wasn't sure I could do that. And now that I'm here, I'm doing the things to get that. And that's such a completely different feeling and experience. Yeah, then it, it's so easy to say, oh, I don't know if I want it, so I'm not going to do it. And yeah, that's the classic one, right? That's the classic. I, can't, I haven't got it just right, so I can't do it. But it, it, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. It, like it, it, it doesn't matter because you're going to get somewhere near it anyway, and then you'll find out along the way. Or even if it is completely counterintuitive for what you really want, well, you've, then you'll find out, right? It's about the certainty you'll get. Like I had a conversation today with a client middle of the year looking at some of these goals. And we're, we're basically doing the same thing Q3 with Q4, uh, Q2, because it's working. He's getting mm. to his outcome. He's like hitting his like, revenue goals. But we did say, okay, let's have a look about like what actually happened in Q1 and Q2. Now we know it's working because we've got results. Might be worth, but might be worth digging a little bit deeper and analyzing a little bit like where that came from mm. to go, okay, are the ratios that we predicted actually true? And how can we might how might we use that information to make a tweak for the next part, right? It's like that's uh, super powerful to do that. Hmm. Yeah, because you get tighter and tighter on what's working and you kind of shed away the like the loose soil around it right that you get rid of the excess that way yep and that's that's part of what we're talking about with this journey is uh like the more consistent you do something the, the more you figure out about it because you, you you're in it you see it from a different light than setting the intention to do it right exactly you just you just it can't be the same because you're just coming from a different perspective yeah it's the shift, no matter how small. That you just that you know. That's why of time in coaching talk about. It's not suddenly everything's different. Meaning I've gone from a one hundred eighty degree shift. Everything can be different if your shift is half a degree, mm. or the two millimeter shift. Just that little bit of difference that makes the difference, right? The straw that breaks the camel's back. Let's say. And suddenly, like, oh wow! Like, I've, it feels like I've shifted a mountain, but all I've done is just like slightly changed. Like, it's like if you were if you were looking at your window and the sun's coming in, you only have to move like a tiny bit left, yeah. and the sun's blocked, right? And so that I, I was gonna, I was going to go with the airplane. Like a two degree shift is the difference between landing in Dulles and landing in Boston, right? Logan Airport, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's exactly it's like over a amount of time. Again, that's the power of compounding. Um, like everything over time has a massive impact. It's huge. Mm. 
Interesting. All right, I'm going to shift a little bit um, to talk about. Uh, I wrote something down about identifying what you want because I'm going through this right now with a, a few people. So that means that there's something there for me to learn here. But hmm. uh, how do you how do you even pick? Like in a, in a business example, right? Revenue goal, uh, you know, more sales. It's easy to identify that. How is there an art? Like, how do you even choose what what airport you want to land at? Yeah. Yeah. And for me, that's the beauty of what we do, right? It's like, it's just, it's digging a plane. So I will, what, what airport do I choose to play at? It's like, well, what could it be? Just get, get some stuff down. Or like, or, you know, more specifically, well, all right, well, what do I want? Okay. Well, which part of your life are you talking about? Mm. I don't know. Okay. Well, which part of your life is most important? I don't know. All right. Well, let's list out the part. That, let's list out the parts of your life. How you think about it? And then each one of those questions and that activity allows you to just click, click, click a little bit more. So then you end up with like a five or ten different areas of your life. Okay. Well, if you had to, you know, which one's most important? Mm. Okay. Well, I don't know. All right. Well, if you had to, which one's the least important? How would you? How would you put in the top half, the bottom half? And then it's just an iterative process just powers of deduction, right? Just going through that, you're going to, you're going to delete things. Mm. You're going to be left with something. Yeah. Would you agree with the statement? I think, I think the biggest difference between people who are having trouble getting started or uh, like just getting into the game is, is that concept of prioritization. I think that, that's maybe the most common, I don't know if it's a problem, but most common uh, preventative thing or obstacle is the inability or the lack of desire to to prioritize something over something else. And I think you know, way back in the day, we might have, I might have referred to this as like a FOMO. Like if I choose something, that means I have to give up everything else, and I, I'm not willing to do that. Uh, but th it's not true. It's not true when we pick something and go after it because this is another quote. Like the way we do one thing is the way we do all things. So if we prioritize something and, and we really get after it, then all of a sudden, all the other things that we feel like we gave up. Are also improving along the way. At least that's what I've noticed. Do you, would you agree with that? Oh, for sure. You know, I'm just writing some notes here, right? Because it's about that. <clears throat> the quote I love: "I can do anything, but not everything." But also, you can have everything that you want, but you've also got to be really good at saying no to things you don't want, right? So then, there's the other quote, which is, "It's either a violent yes or a no." Like if it's not, I've got to have it right now, then it's definitely a no. But there's no middle ground to that because that's. That's so powerful, right? Because I don't want to miss out on everything. It's like, well, what is everything? I can't get everything. Yeah. Like, what do you mean by everything? But what's what's the things that you could be all in on? What are the options at least? And let's like start to narrow, narrow it down because the reality is you're not going to get the outcomes that you want or deserve unless you go all in on something anyway. Mm. So, so as long as you think that I don't want to miss out on anything. You're missing out on everything. I love that. Yeah. This is where I want to finish up on, because I think this is maybe the most powerful principle we've touched upon today is our the power of our, our focus, right? So when you talk about all in, you, you say that or do that, because if I am exerting all of my energy in one direction towards something, I'm going to get that thing. Like that, that is the, the simplest way I can describe what success <laughs> is. Right. And that's like goal setting, like choose set, just choose something. It can change along the way. 
But once you choose something and be 100% committed to it, it's just a matter of time. And then like, there's all these other ripple effect benefits along the way that you enjoy that you never could have perceived. Bingo, bango. I mean, that's it. You, you've got to be all in and like you've got to protect yourself from the mindset that you think that you're in, but you're not. And that's that comes back down to why awareness is so important. Uh, distinction I made in the last couple of weeks, coach, I think I'll share with you, but like I think for me, the the most raw expression of what or definition of what awareness is, it's just being dirt honest with yourself. Mm. And that that's not the same as being purposely honest with yourself uh, or or thinking you want to be honest with yourself when we get there because it being dirt honest is I'm not, like it's because most people think I'm not being lying to myself like I'm not being dishonest it's just the awareness that you aren't being completely honest right not like yeah, some maybe some errors by omission right like I'm leaving yeah. it out therefore I'm not being totally honest right exactly but it's that stuff that you don't know that you don't you don't know that your lie yourself on is what gets you it's like i'm doing it i'm doing it. it's like are you really how can you test test it check it test check it that's why you need a coach because you can't sit up yourself or at least someone to help you through that and ask you those hard questions because you're going to want to protect yourself through that questioning area but it's definitely a start now ask a better question get a better answer where could i be part of the problem or where could i be complicit in, in, the, in not getting the things i want Questions like that help us move through to that stuff, but it's it's scary because like you don't if you can't see it, you can't do anything about it. Right. Yeah, it's also humbling, right? It takes a certain type of person to be even open to that. Uh, there's no there's no exceptions, so we all we all have our lenses that we see the world through, and we can get caught up in like, well, mine's the right one, right? Like I I have the right one. <laughs> I'm the exception. But that's not true, right? It's just because we're experiencing the world through through this body, through 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 the eyes of, of myself. But it's the same for everybody, and that's that's the superpower. Is uh, once you have a taste of that, you want to get drunk on it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we leave it there, Coach. We'll just hold up a cheers to you. <laughs> cheers. Another, another fantastic special edition Coach's Corner episode of Truth Seekers. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Thank you for watching another episode of Truth Seekers. We appreciate your interaction. So please comment, like, subscribe to YouTube, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want more, check out some of our links. Links to our masterclass, The Achiever's Mindset. And come join our LinkedIn group. And what do you want to see more of? Remember, we're here to share the simple secrets of successful. So help us do that. What do you want to see? What do you want to see more of? Thanks, and see you again next time.